one time summer camp. Welcome everybody to this one time at summer camp. I am one of your lovely hosts, John Davidson. I've got with me uh, Jeff Thompson and Aaron Colwick, uh, the other two lovely voices you'll hear throughout the next few minutes of this podcast. Um, say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, <laughs> you sound so shy, Jeff. Hey. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> I'll get there. So, so just just before we started this podcast, uh, Jeff and Aaron were talking about D and D. Oh my gosh, yes, it's the best. It, it's not dice and dots. It's not dipping dots. What is D and D? D and D is Dungeons and Dragons, y'all, and it is. Just one of the greatest things on the planet. Shout out to all of my D&D nerds out there. I am currently about to DM my first session on Roll20 uh, for a, a campaign of six characters, including some rogues, some wizards. It's, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. You just made up every word in that whole paragraph. <laughs> none, of, none of those words are real. <laughs> I mean, I'm not arguing, but <laughs> it's still fun. Oh. Uh. Jeff, how's your day been? Uh, it's good. I just signed my daughter up for uh, soccer. So she's going to be playing three-year-old soccer starting next week. So that'll oh. be fun. Wow. That's like watching just a bunch of little things chase another round. Thing. It's going to be so adorable. I can't even. <laughs> That's so great. I uh, I played third grade soccer. How'd that go uh, for you? Uh, three-year-old soccer. What was it? Three-year-old. She's, she's okay. three. Yeah. Anyways, it was last year. I was really bored. Um, so. uh, anyway, oh, man. let's jump into it uh, with our get to know you question. Uh, it's fall. I've been harvesting a lot out of my garden the last few days. Uh, last, last week, really. Um, the temperature has been ridiculous here. Uh, we had 90 degrees one day. And then we had a high of 45, I oh believe it was. <laughs> it froze overnight. It's froze the last three nights. Hasn't gotten above like 75 degrees. And that means fall is in the air. What is your favorite fall color? <gasps> and I'll go first. first. Yeah, no, I'll, I will go first. You have to introduce My, yourself. My name is John. My name is John. <laughs> I am the current, or nope, not the <laughs> former. <laughs> Surprise, I'm back. No, I'm the former program director at Luther Heights Bible Camp here in the lovely state of Idaho. Um, come join us. It's fun here. Um, I currently run sheep. I have a bunch of sheep. If you guys want to see pictures of my sheep, I'll, uh, I'll put it up on our Facebook page. That'll be fun. Um, so what? I, th I thought you sold all your sheep. No, I've still got a bunch. I just sold the lambs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, uh, come on. Sorry. Keep up. I'm trying. Know your <laughs> sheep and lambs, man. Good <laughs> sheep, bro. Uh, my favorite my, fall. My belly. knowledge of all sheep comes from the movie Babe. That's all I know about sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Ball ram you, ladies and gentlemen. Ball ram you. That's a movie about a pig. 
What's your favorite color, John? My favorite color is uh, like a nice soft orange that bleeds into a deep red. That is my favorite fall color on the leaves. Um, I've got a plaid shirt. It's oh so comfortable that I wear all fall that is those colors. Nice. Yeah. Let's see. My name is Aaron Colick. I am the former program director at Briarwood Retreat Center and Camp Stoney. And my favorite fall color... I love like so here down here in Texas we don't really have like a good like fall season Colors. for like, leaves and stuff like we get like two weeks of like fall for the leaves and then they just fall off and they're like that like tan brown color forever. So I love whenever you get to like drive past and you see like that red fall color like that deep red like you were talking about. Um, that's it's more rare to see that down here and so I really love that especially when it's mixed in with a tree that has. Like yellow, like green and yellow and red, like all mixed in. Oh, that's gorgeous. I think that's beautiful. I love that. Awesome. Nice. Thank you, Aaron. All right. Uh, I'm Jeff Thompson. I'm the current program director at Lutherdale in Wisconsin. I also worked at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. And my favorite fall color is kind of like the whole season of it. I don't, I can't just pick one. I love the yellow, orange, red, and just like seeing the, rainbowish in the trees um but also a good brown in there too you have to have the brown to like mm-hmm. bring it home and make it look like things are dying but they're not really um like balance out the the heavy color yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um but i always just love when the trees start to turn and like when you get that first full just like yellow and then just the big mm. orange red burst comes through that tree that's always the best time because you see mm. all of it and then like Three weeks later, the rest of the trees turn colors too because Wisconsin. I don't. You guys, you have trees there. Yeah, I thought it. Was, we do. I thought it was. It's pronounced cheese. Mostly oh, pine cheese. trees. Cheese. Yeah, we have, pine, we have a lot of pine cheese. cheese trees. Pine too. Oh God, pine cheese sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? It's got a little crunch. Tree trees that grow like blocks of cheese. Oh, that'd be so amazing. That would be great, or like cheese curds. It'd be it'd be like a cherry tree, but instead of two cherries on a stem, it'd Why be do you have to... two cheese curds. Now I'm all sad that that's not a real thing. Like that sounds awesome. Don't worry, Aaron will make you a bumper sticker that what is a the cherry what? tree. <laughs> that is a cherry tree. It's just but gonna it's look curds. like two beans falling off of a tree that are yellow. That's all that's gonna look like. But I yeah. will know. Yeah, but. <laughs> And everybody in Wisconsin will know. This is going to be the laziest bumper sticker ever. It's going to be like the like Microsoft Paint like put on there. So it's going to still have like the white border around the picture of the cheese. Just paste it on. <laughs> I'll take five. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, thank you, everybody, for sharing about your favorite fall colors. Um, hey, if anybody else out there has a favorite fall color they want to share with us, send us a picture. Maybe a camp-inspired picture of your favorite fall colors at uh, a camp or a place that's special to you. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and move on to our camp hack. <clears throat> oh, that's me. Uh, y'all, <laughs> I've got a cool camp hack today. I'm actually going to tell you about one of the camp games uh, that 
we helped create at Briarwood. Um, it was a lot of fun, and I think it was one of those that just kind of formed out of a um, out of a necessity to try to make something, but then end up being one of the like all time greats there, just because of we we very much unintentionally made something great, and then afterwards <laughs> we're like, oh, it's great because of this. Um, so. Every camp, I think, has something akin, like akin to like a, a skit night or something like that. Oh, okay. um, and there's many ways to do that. At Briarwood, we didn't really like the skit night we had. They had um, I forget. I think it was the box of skits. Like you just had a box of like supplies and stuff, and then you had to pull stuff out and use them to make your skit and everything. But it was very like open ended without a lot of direction, and that was something I thought we could adjust. So what we made was something called fairy tale. And so the whole concept is you get all the kids together and um, the only thing you need to prep is on note cards, like on usually you want different color note cards, like, you know, red, yellow, green, things like that. You write down on each of the note cards, like a, and every team's going to have something separate. So on your red teams, you're going to have on your red card, you're going to put a person play like a person, like six different people. Okay. On the green card, you're going to have um, six different places, things like that. However many teams you have, and you're going to scatter them throughout the camp. Then you get all your kids together and you tell the story. And the story we would always tell is, you know, once upon a time in the land of blah, 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 we would go through and there's this princess who is cursed and prince or princess and they can't laugh anymore which was so sad because they had the most beautiful laugh in the entire uh countryside and so your job is to try to make a story so funny that it makes her laugh and so then the kids go out and they have to and you tell them where you give them clues as to where the locations are so like if we had a pond you'd make like a little limerick about water or something like that right then they have to figure out where the locations are. They're usually not too difficult, and they go find them. Once they get there, they see, like, for example, the red note card that has all the people on it. They choose one person, and they cross out what they chose, so no one can do the same person. And you make however many note cards. We usually did uh, person, place, thing, action, and then a random one, so five different things. Once they collect all five, then you have to come up with a skit using your five whatevers, Right? Then you come back and there's a time limit. Then you come back and you present your skit. And it, it ends with, spoiler alert, the princess getting to laugh again finally. And <laughs> the joke is that her laugh is just awful. Like it's her- horrendously gross. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like something terrible. Wait, um, uh, I, my audio didn't catch that on this end. Could you please repeat that laugh? <clears throat> I will in a minute. And so <laughs> we, And so it ends up being a fun time. The reason we felt that I feel like this is a good activity that you can really work on many different levels through your camp, whether it's you have a, you know, 150 camper kind of camp or you have a 20 camper kind of camp is it gets a your non sporty people, the people that like aren't really into your athletic type things. It gives them an opportunity to shine. Right. And even if you're an introvert or extrovert, there's always a place for you in the skit. The other rule we had, by the way, was everyone had to participate in some way. They don't have to talk, though. They can be a prop. Here stands the tower that the that the princess was captured. And there's a dude just standing there, like, with his hands above his head kind of thing as the tower. And so, so it, it becomes a great activity that everyone can be involved in. And because it's supposed to be funny, like, it doesn't matter how ridiculous the thing is. The whole point of it is to be ridiculous. 
And by giving them note cards with things already established, you're already equipping them with things that they could use. Um, and usually try to put like inside joke stuff if there you can. So it's a good like middle of the week activity. And it's the perfect rainy day activity um, as like a, you know, oh, crud, it started raining at like six o'clock. The activity we spent all day setting up is not going to work. Let's do fairy tale, you know? That never happens. No, 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 not in my camp. And so, <clears throat> but yeah, that's fine. Camp. Yeah, not in my camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to take that little sound bite of you doing that laugh and just add it to everything. Yeah, make it, if you could make it a text tone for someone, that'd be oh, yeah. fantastic. I can do that. That's our laugh track. I just got a, I just got a text. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Uh, camp hack. That is a good, good camp hack. I love, I love those games that can involve everybody. I think when we're at camp, sometimes we get really focused on the active games, mm-hmm. too. And active games aren't everybody's strong suit. And so ways that can, you can get other people involved is super great. One thing that happened unintentionally, I don't know how it started or who started this, but a tradition started where I always had to die in a skit. No. <laughs> like in some way, I think I died wow. from a tornado, a lamppost falling on me. I got killed by Mr. Tumnus from Narnia at one point. Wow. Uh, it was bizarre. It was a crazy, it was a crazy thing. But it was fun. It got me involved, I guess. Yeah. But anytime a kid's like, and then Aaron showed up, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no. Here it goes. <laughs> I think I lived once. And that was a gr- that was the greatest day of my life. <laughs> oh nice. hold on. Aaron. Yeah. Did you shave your mustache off? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I shaved my beard. I did shave my beard. I knew something was different. It's going back. Yeah, that's what it is. I could see it as soon as, soon as it came on. Uh, in, anyways, let's move on. I, well, I did have... <laughs> I did. It's not just a mustache. Like I had a whole beard, John. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I only noticed the mustache. So. It's true. That was the prominent feature. Yeah. yeah. Great. The rest of it was... Spider legs on my face? What? <laughs> no, I'll be nice. Uh... <laughs> So when you were talking about the the laughing part of that game, I thought of a game that we played at, at, at <clears throat> Luther Heights called the Snort Game. Oh yeah, you guys heard of that? Oh, oh yeah, it's so great. You stand in a circle, and you pass the snort. And object of the game, we you can't show teeth, um, <laughs> you can't smile, you can't laugh, nothing like that. And it would it's such a great first day game like getting people comfortable and like out of their shell they don't have to do anything more than snort um (laughs) variations that we've had on that is pterodactyl oh yeah that's good you have to like put your lips inside of your mouth and like around your teeth and you have to make a pterodactyl noise and then exactly just like that <laughs> and not show your teeth and not smile and it's yeah one one more uh digression here so when we played the snort game the first time i learned about it that's when i learned that katrina uh my wife for those that are unaware katrina cannot snort you're married yeah <laughs> thanks oh, <okay. laughs> yeah what? katrina yeah katrina can't snort 
Oh my goodness. She does it. Every, she does it on accident every once in a while. Like if I get her laughing good, she'll snort, and she's like, "I snorted." <laughs> <laughs> but so when we were playing that game, she's like, "I don't know how to snort," and so we came up with the rule, thinking, "What if a camper can't snort?" That you could say the words "oink oink," <laughs> 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 and so which made it way. She would always win because she would look like like up to you, and she'd be like, "Yo, oink oink." <laughs> it was ridiculous, man. <laughs> like you can't not laugh at that. Cheap shot. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys? Oh uh, man. Do you realize that that uh, snort game? That's a callback to our LTE 2015. We played the snort game one night when we played that's all the right. pink themed games, oh, and I'm pretty oh. sure I beat Logan Gooch for the win <laughs> in that game. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm pretty sure it was Gucci and I. We were like face to face snorting, and I got him. <laughs> yeah, that's a callback. That when you said, that's it, I was like, "Why callback. does this game sound familiar?" As soon as you described it, I was like, "That was LTE 2015." It's hilarious. Oh man. Yeah. We gotta get. We gotta get Logan on this this podcast. Logan, here. why aren't you on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I know you're super busy. You're doing nah, you're a not great busy. job. He's doing um, nothing. <laughs> Wow. He's in South Dakota. Come on. He's protecting Mount Rushmore. That's all he does. He goes there and stands in front of it and guards <laughs> all the stone faces and says, it's all good here. Well, he's doing a great job because I haven't seen anybody try to s- steal the stone faces in a while. Because they're... Yeah, never mind. <laughs> oh, man. All Look, right. Let's your... defend yourself. Defend yourself. Let's get her moving. Um over to wisconsin here yeah jeff thompson has got our story of the week bring it on jeff do i do um yeah so we're gonna go back in time to uh the year 2009 i wasn't even born (laughs) makes you 11 years old i mean he did say he was in three-year-old soccer last week so (laughs) take that as you will Plot twist, y'all. Keep them guessing. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it was my first summer working at camp. And um, yeah, so I'll kind of set the stage a little bit. Um, this was at Sugar Creek. We, as with the youngest group of campers, and we do a hot dog cookout uh, one night in the week and um, for dinner. And we also have a pool party after dinner that same night. So um at camp from where we do our hot dog cookout, you can see the pool house, but it's a little too far that you would just like send kids there by themselves just because it's it's a ways away, but you can still see it. So we're at the hot dog cookout. We have three cabins, a bunch of kids, like 30 kids and everything. And a group of them have to go to the bathroom and want to um, change for the pool party that night. So um, one male staff, one female staff, they take all of the kids and they go up to the bathhouse and I, or half the kids. I stayed back with the rest. And after a little bit, I'm looking up there. It's probably been like 15 minutes or so. All the kids are standing outside and they're just standing there. I'm like, Ooh. what's going on? Why aren't they coming back? Like I'm here with the rest of them and more kids have to go to the bathroom, but I can't leave them because they're up there. So after a little bit, the whole group starts, the whole group stayed there. One male cabin leader comes like running towards us. So I go up to meet him. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, "Uh, one of your campers had an accident. I'm like, okay, Mm. well, like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, he pooped. 
I was like, okay, like oh, that's no. fine. He had an accident. Okay. He's like, no, like he pooped. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> so I'm like, what what do you mean it's everywhere? What do we do? What? So we um we had Explosive? an extra support staff at the campfire pit who was helping like cook food. So I had her stay with the kids and I went with him up there and we go into the bathhouse and I hear the shower running, the kids in the shower cleaning off and we open up the stall and there is poop on the floor, oh, no. on the walls and some droplets oh, no. on the ceiling. Like there's poop everywhere. No way. And I'm just standing there like, how, how does this happen? Do we need and to rate this podcast like PG? You, we might be in 13 here. Um, I'm not that old. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, there so was, there was poop, everywhere. poop everywhere. And what we figured out happened was that, um, he, so when he pooped, he like projectile down into his underwear that he got like down to his knees and then it went up and out. Yeah. That's I, what I, we have. We deduced is how it got everywhere. Cause nothing else made sense. Um, physics. How did it go down and then up? Never mind. I don't want it to. It went know. off of his underwear. Continue. Like it ricocheted off. It shot off the oh, underwear and shot oh my up. Goodness. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Camp taco night. <laughs> oh, God. It was hot dogs. Oh, hot dogs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he's in the shower, showering, cleaning himself off. We have a poop filled bathroom. We have the entire half. The kids are outside. Both male cabinets are in here now. And we have one staff member out there with like 15 kids. Another person's down with another 15 at the campfire pit. We, there's another village that is coming up because they have their pool party first. So they are coming to the bathhouse in like 10 minutes. Oh. So we, this is where I'm going to leave you all kind of help reset it. We have a poop covered stall. We have a poop covered camper showering. We have a bunch of kids outside wondering what's going on, why they can't leave. We don't have enough staff supervision and we have another group of 40 kids coming in about 10 minutes to use the bathhouse and go swimming. What would y'all do? How do we solve the defecation proclamation? <laughs> oh I don't my know God. if we're proclaiming that. <laughs> oh no, the defecation definitely proclaimed itself. <laughs> uh, Aaron's first. What? No! Oh God. Okay. Um, you don't have that much staff is the key issue here. Uh, so you got a kid shower, already showering off. Kids outside don't know what's happening. Um, I have a question. Is there a hose Ooh, nearby? There is a hose outside, yeah. Okay. I would start off trying to keep it silly and I'd get the hose ready. and be. All the kids are already in their swim gear or no? Um, some of them are, some of them aren't yet. I would like spray the hose up in the air, make it rain a little bit and be like, woo, we're just having fun. Hold on, I'll be right back. And then I would walk in, into the uh, bathhouse and <laughs> I, I would literally just start hosing everything down and then just throw like a crap ton of bleach on the wall. Um, not crap ton. And then start <laughs> splashing it everywhere and letting that drip. And then as the other counselors come up, be like, hey man, good news. I just sanitize and cleaned the entire bathhouse for you 
you're welcome. Wow. And then for the kids outside, I would have them play a game by themselves. <laughs> They're probably fine. While I throw bleach everywhere. Side note, the other backup plan could be ask any of the kids if they are interested in college. And if some of them said, I'm not sure yet, say, cool, let me introduce you to trade school. Come help me. Hey, trade school is a great alternative. See? This is just the first step into that. Um, It could either persuade or dissuade anyone from that particular line of work. I feel like I've gotten the right answer. (laughs) All right, yeah. I that was that go was next. good. I will go next. Oh, good. good. <laughs> You'll go next. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, I will share. Um, I'm just still just trying to figure out the physics, like the he proclaimed John, like the defecation paradox. Education paradox. Oh no. But okay. So. Oh man, I just can't figure out what I would do in that situation. I'd hand it over to the executive and uh, (laughs) say, "Oh, you know what? I I gotta go get ready for worship." So. You take that. Now, um, I think what I would do is I would do some pop-up skits like we were talking about earlier. I would um, try to set the scene of, um, you know, what what's going on with, try to bring it back to something that they could all be involved in, whatever was happening during that day. But do some pop-up skits and then maybe lead that while some of the staff members go and continue to clean up. I don't know. That's all I've got right now. That's just, (laughs) it's just taking up my mind. Oh man. Let's hear it, bud. What did you do? Okay. So defecation. um, There's some more hiccups that I didn't even mention. uh, That I hiccup too. (laughs) No, that's how it happened. Is that what he hiccuped? He hiccuped. Okay. So, um, PG-13. First things, his clothes were trash. They were just so covered in poop. And we were like, we're throwing these away. We're not washing these. We're not saving them. They're gone. Like, everything was covered in poop. So he just pitched them. Shoes are fine, but like, shorts, shirt, underwear, garbage. We just made made that call. Um, So the other cabin leader, um, and God bless his soul, his name is James. James, if you're by chance to listen to this, you're a saint. Uh, he hey, said, saint James. he's like, okay, he's like, the person outside can keep entertaining the kids. He's like, you run back to the, your cabin, find his bag, and get him some new clothes. I'll start cleaning up in here. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I know where his bag is. You can clean up, and we'll just kind of tag team this. I, I don't have to touch the poo. That'd be great. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I ran back to the cabin, and I go find his bag. And now this camper... Uh, earlier in the week had lost a pair of shorts. His parents packed him one pair of shorts and swim situation trunks. Or, okay. And now one of those Good. is in the garbage and one Good. is lost. Good. They also packed him one pair of underwear. Okay. What? So, yep. I go through his bag. 
There are shirts. There are socks. There's no underwear. There are no pants. There's no shorts. Go go commando. I'm just like, okay. I've got nothing for this kid. So that was that's the first kind of like even worse of a situation. So I find uh, one of our program staff and they run down the valley and to our lost and found and we find a pair of swim trunks that we're in our lost and found and we bring those back to him and I meet the person back up there and then we go down to the pool house and James the other cavalier had cleaned the stall completely like he got all the poop gone I didn't even have to touch it I didn't have to clean a single droplet he did it all and the kid's still just hanging out in the shower because he has no clothes and he's buck naked um so I brought him a towel, a clean shirt, and then this random pair of swim trunks that we found that were a little too big for him. Uh, but we just got him out, got him all cleaned up, and the other village was already outside, and we had told the staff, like, you guys are going to have to wait a few minutes until we're all done in here. Um, yeah, we raided the Lost and Found, found him something to wear, and he ended up wearing those swim trunks the rest of the week. And this was Monday, and he left Oh, Friday. my gosh. Yeah. So camp hack parents uh, send more than send one clothes. set of underwear and shorts. Yeah, we did camp. find his shorts on Friday with the lost and found. We do like a sweep of camp and gather lost and found. We found them Friday. So you got them to go home. That's um, good. good Lord. Yeah. Uh, the other really fun thing about this is um, I think it was in our, oh gosh, our second episode. I shared a story about how to make this yeah. duct tape diaper for a camper. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same week. The, you said you had another story from that week. It was the same week. That was my first full week of campers. James and I worked together, and oh, a lot of stuff happened gosh. that week. And yeah, different kid. This was week. a different camper, but the same same week of camp. So that it's a very memorable week for me. Is awesome. Yeah, we we made it work. Week. He had he had a good rest of the week. He had fun. He thought it was hilarious that he pooped everywhere. Uh, how old uh he was a third grader and he was the tiniest kid like skin and bones short just like no meat on him like how he had that much poop inside probably probably because he pooped it all out (laughs) he's got a really good metabolism yeah uh i can't imagine the smell like it had it was i had to just stand there and look like how how I, I looked at the walls and then James just like pointed up. I looked at the ceiling and they're just droplets. <laughs> and I'm like, how, how? That's yeah. Terrible. That's, that's, that's yeah. Awful. So that was fun. Oh, so I think we need to, well, I'll, we'll place this next a little bit in the first part of the episode. Uh, <laughs> Dear listeners, uh, there is some graphic, <laughs> graphic material in this episode. Um, if you or anybody around you is sensitive to um, matters of the body, we do ask that you uh, continue to listen to our podcast and uh, we'll see you next week. It's but... definitely about poop, y'all. I'm not putting this at the beginning. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, please do. I'll put a little disclaimer on the page for it. <laughs> Too bad this wasn't our second episode, so it could be about number two. <laughs> hey That was mm. good. That was good. all right. 
just oh come on John. b plus um all right well thank you for sharing your story um has anybody else out there had a crazy poop story at camp that they would like to share with us i sure hope so please you can email us or you can facebook us uh facebook this one time at summer camp or email us at this number one time at summer camp um at gmail.com and jeff you had something else you wanted to share yeah i did um so we've talked about it that we were going to do some new stuff and we finally are ready to announce it so uh, if you really want to share a story or a comment or a camp hack or ask a question of us, uh, you can hi. now, what? Or just say hi. Or just say hi. <laughs> Give us a, hey, you guys rock. You're my favorite. Oh, my gosh. Shout out. Mm. That'd be great. Um, you can now call in and we will play it <laughs> live on the podcast. So your voice will be on our podcast really easy. Um, you're going to want to listen to this phone number I'm giving you right now. It is 262-885-1551. I will repeat uh, that. Just go back and listen to it again if you need it. <laughs> that is, that's too many numbers to remember. Oh, Hello. yeah. Hey, your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Oh. It's me. I just want to know, what, did, you, did you create a voicemail message yet? Not yet. I have to actually set the message up. You're kind of. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be really boring. Yeah. Anyways. No, it'll be great. No, continue. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Who's it calling? I don't know. Who's it's it just calling? our Google voicemail. It's Google Voice we used. We're calling Google. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I have some complaints. <laughs> the Google subscriber you have called is not available. Please leave a message after the tone. You won't hear all of this. Uh, hey, this is me. John has complaints about our <laughs> podcast, it sounds like. So I think he should come on the show and actually get to voice those complaints. Bye. Cool. I left our first voicemail. Winner. Woo. If you want to be our number two voicemail, please do Woo. call us. And what was that number again? I don't know. Two oh my gosh. Six Why two... did you have to do that? There were like 30 it's, numbers. It's I can't 262-885-1551, which is to Silver Lake, Wisconsin. Yeah, it is. So call that number, leave us a message, and we will play it live on air and answer your question. If you have a camp hack, we'll play it in our camp hack section or anything else. You'll hear it. James, if you're listening, and even if you're not, I need need Jeff to get a hold of you. I would like you to call this number and to give us your (laughs) thoughts on that story. And I want to know exactly what you did to clean that poo because I now I'm feeling more confident in my answer. I bet you did throw bleach all over that place and use a hose because I feel like I'm just saying. Pine, pine soul. Do you want to leave a good scent? <laughs> so, James, call that sense. number. Oh, oh, man. Let us know how the Mount Rushmore is doing. Call that number. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to us. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace out. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Time summer camp.